Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore. Just a humble caddy trying to scratch out winners every week for you guys. Along with my friends, family, even acquaintances are welcome as long as they provide winners. Now that they've gotten legalized gambling here in Jersey, we're going to provide you with the hot selections every week. Picks from the yard, NFL week 16, our, uh, our semi, I guess we'd call it a hot streak is over. We did not do too well last week. Uh, our quest to get back to 500 has been crushed, but the, uh, the season presses on and we got to keep, you know, we got to keep it rolling. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to back down now. It's still a lot up for grabs the last couple weeks here. And uh, there'll be a lot decided this week. It's a lot of good games. Well, they're not great games. There's a lot of important games, I should say. Uh, I'd like to introduce uh, my guests, my brother, Richard the Math Whisperer Salvatore. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, but I'm starting to think I'm, I'm giving math a bad name. I really think I'm giving math a bad I think um, some math society is going to sue me for defamation. I know a lot of people, um, most people hate math. A lot of people hate math growing up, and I think they're like on board with you. They're, I think they're saying math doesn't, they, they like that math isn't working. It, I'm, but in all seriousness, it shows that, you know, you can do all this analysis and it might not make a bit of difference. There's, nope. a, there's yeah, there's more to gambling than, than mathematics. But As we, you mentioned that. We'll introduce the guy who does not use mathematics. Perfect. <laughs> he's, he's a gut guy. Jim Dodge, comedian. Yeah, thanks for taking a shot at me for being a gut guy. I believe you guys had a rule that if you go 3-0, and you get invited back the next week. I don't know what week. happened. That was a snafu. A well, scheduling it was a scheduling snafu. snafu. I don't it really, was, yeah. Um, we wanted you to enjoy know. your glory for an extra week, I spoon-feed so. you guys three winners. That's I'm half, Most of the reason that you guys are even close to having a good week two weeks ago, you bring on a golf expert. What do you think he's going to do? He went 0-3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he got the golf tournament And wrong. you bring oh, it man. back up, uh, Bill Lesko, who you know is going to take the Vikings, <laughs> was, which is his win. But I don't know what happened, buddy. I just said... I think we scheduled Andy, assuming you weren't gonna you weren't gonna go three and zero, and then we didn't know, I know. what to do. Right. That's, that's a what fair they assumption say. to make. Listen, yeah. three and zero last week. I'm gonna go three and zero this week. Finishing Everyone strong, exactly. I'm gonna go six and zero the last two times I'm on here. Get ready for it, people. Well, if you go three and zero, you'll be back next week. Don't worry. And returning, he was on early last year. One of our first guests, an old friend of ours, Andy Copel, a a a fellow degenerate gambler slash bartender slash hockey guru. I'm using the air quotes again in case you can't you can't see that. But uh, welcome, uh, Andy. What's going on, boys? Good to be back. I'm excited to uh, help you guys with some football picks, and uh, I got a couple picks for you guys in the NHL as well. Nice. He's also a big Titans fan. They got a lot big on the Titans line fan. coming up. Gonna do uh, big things this week. Strong finish for them. Hopefully, we have. So this is a second Titans. How do we know so many Titan fans? By the way, it's very odd. <laughs> I don't know. Compare him I don't know what Collins, An- how right? Andy is, but Collins like the Oilers back in the day, which is even weirder for a guy from New Jersey. But uh, I kind of like that catchy over. tune in the '70s. Earl Campbell, I remember those. Yeah, did Oilers. they steal yeah. the Pittsburgh song? It was the same song. They have the same song as somebody. Even that wasn't original. They so tr- I don't know. They tried to uh, break into that Pittsburgh Dallas. Uh, they were like the the third. Uh, they were pretty popular. Though. I don't understand how come. But I, if I remember some of the players on that team when I was five or six years old, then they must have been. Uh, in the uh, in the in the who, and who was the coach right that uh, Bum Phillips yeah exactly oh, Bum that's Phillips, right. he was, yeah. like, he was a character man, yeah. he was a character 
anyway, as I touched on earlier, we did not have a good week last week. Uh, let's just two and ten. Let's just get that out of the way. And uh, and I, I mean, I guess I have to report we are sixty eight. One ten and one overall. Awesome guys, awesome job. Oh, All man. the faders out there can celebrate a wonderful season as you will be. How many? What is that? Thirty two, forty two units in the black. And I you hope went there opposite is. Of I us. hope there is somebody out oh, there I doing hope it. Somebody is somebody's rich and just takes us it's out for drinks terrible. at least. I feel like now after every one of my picks at the end, I'm going to say, "But what the hell do I know?" Exactly. <laughs> That's going to be my tagline. We should have <laughs> did our deep analysis and then just went opposite. We would have had a heck of a heck of a season, but uh, but the uh, the, but the, it presses on. I, I went one and two. The Jets were a loser. I mean, I guess. The ball, it was crazy. The game went off at 17. Money was pouring in on Baltimore. I felt better and better. I was barting at it. Everybody coming in is like, you know, you have to take Baltimore. It's free money. And the Jets had their chances. I mean, the final score does not represent it. I thought they easily could have covered that. They didn't have a chance in the game, but they 14 and a half. They, they blew it. They, you know, a couple opportunities in the red zone early on. Anyway, I digress. A loser. Chicago, again, was in it. They, 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 uh, uh, whatever. They were, they were, they were never down really by more than one score. It was a tight game. They were getting four loser, and Houston got up to a big lead and then started slipping. But they, they held on to beat Tennessee, my only winner of the week. Richard had uh, Army. We don't really uh, want to touch on that. That, that was, was terrible. Brutal. They were terrible. Yeah. Uh, Washington was uh, was a loser. Never in doubt. Never in doubt with the Eagles. Oh, we easily God. cover that with that ridiculous pitch. It was crazy. That, that was, was one of the worst beats. Worst of, uh, bad beat. That game went them. off at six. And, I got them at six and a half, and I thought there's no way at the end of the game I'm going to lose this. Pick and six uh, with zero on the clock to cover. Yeah, it was. He, he just threw terrible. the ball to nobody. He just he tossed it. it. Yeah. Come on. Could have I mean, just gone right down and cover. They still would have won the game. A typical Philly. Um, Scumbaggery. I don't Never know if I a doubt. That. Is that Never a doubt. And, uh, Cleveland got smoked. We don't really want to talk about that. They're embarrassment. Just as we predicted early in the year. What a joke. Uh, Bill Lesko, one and two. Oakland goes out on a losing note. The final game in the black hole. They were also up big. They got, I don't know, they collapsed in the end. Pittsburgh was uh, was a loser. Four, uh, four interceptions, right? They Doc, his nickname is yeah. Doc because I guess that's what he was throwing yeah. last week. I mean, it's going to come back to bite him, I think, uh, that nickname. And uh, his, uh, the, 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 but the Vikings pounded. Big, easy winner. Andy LaGreca, 0-3. Cincy crushed by uh, the Patriots. Uh, Miami got killed. And the Oh, my God. The Rams. I don't even understand what happened. The Cowboys. Are, are they good? Are they bad? I, I have no idea. Week to week, Jekyll and Hyde team. It was team. insane. They look like world beaters. So tough tough week for us. We, went, oh, we lost uh, the, the parlay. Went 1-2. and two, So it was a loser. We're 0-15. Uh, Miami lost. Chicago lost. And Houston was the only winner. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep we're gonna keep pressing on. We still have the playoffs. Or, or the season's been uh, dicey, but we 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 just uh, we got to move forward. These things happen. You get in the funks, and uh, you know that's uh, there's nothing. You keep trying. You keep yeah. you keep you, you you know. And strangely, I still feel confident when I look at the car. I think Sundays I feel terrible. Mondays it's like I have a hangover. Yeah. By Tuesday I'm looking at the next week's card. I'm like, I love these I've games. Said it it's it's like I'm, I must be crazy. What are they, what's the definition of insanity? You keep doing the same thing, expecting it's, a different outcome. It's but I look at this card this week. I love this card. Oh, I love it. You but said the same we'll, thing last. I know so I go did. opposite everything. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that, way, uh, that might be good advice. <laughs> I love when gamblers say that. This is an easy one. 
one. This is an easy week. We go yeah. through a weekly five stages of grief every week. You know, anger, denial, finally acceptance, and then we uh, we look at the new card and get back in the studio. Let's uh, let's do it this week, guys. I uh, I feel good. Andy's back, and I think he's gonna bring us a little bit of luck. Right, the playoff picture is uh, is coming into. Uh, I mean, it's getting finalized. There's still a lot up in the air. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great finish this week. A lot, I think a bunch of things will be decided, but uh, it's starting to sort of hash itself out. There are teams battling for that uh, the home the bye and the home playoff game, and uh, it should be a pretty good good finish here. It's shocking that the AFC East is actually. I mean, the Bills been hanging tough. I think oh. this is the first year the Patriots haven't like ran away with it. But they have the slightest anyway. chances of winning it. I mean, they need to win. I think the Patriots have. Who do they have next week? The Patriots yeah. have to lose out. They're not going think. to. They're not going to lose to Miami. Miami Week yeah. Seventeen. So. But it would be uh, it would be great just to turn the pressure just up a once. little bit if Buffalo pulls off. Well, we'll discuss that later on. I guess. I guess. If you listen to the show, you know who we're gonna like in that game. They got, they got, and, and Buffalo played them tough they the did. first first yeah. time we'll around. We'll get into that because, uh, and I'll tell you what, the AFC South is all of a sudden interesting too. Um, Houston, Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. I know we have a Titan fan here, so he knows more than I. But it's gonna be a wild. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a good week. Houston is very Jekyll and Hyde. I, I, that's gonna be a tough team to root for because you sit one week to week, they look awesome, and then they're just like you know, it's a. Uh, they're tough. That's going to be a... Uh, well, they have a chance to finish things off this week. If they beat Tampa this weekend, then then the Week 17 doesn't matter to them. But I, I could see Tampa playing tough in that game. Tampa's won four weeks in a row. Jameis Winston is just... I think I don't know if it's a contract or, whatever, or he's playing for yeah, his job, but he is just going all out. And I mean, so, you know, and I like their coach, even though they, they you know, they had a very terrible start to the year, but they, they're kind of rolling now. And they they're got, rolling. They're and nothing to lose. They have nothing. And they're at 500, and they lost a couple of games early in the year that they probably look back. If you're a Tampa fan, oh. the game against the Giants where they took that penalty and missed the chippy field goal, then there was at least one or two other games they could have won. And they're at 500. So I think they, they're playing not, not for any playoff, but Basically saying we're having a good team and we're a good year and we're looking forward to the future. So I, I see them and that's a standalone game on Saturday. So I think they're going to come up and, and that's play big be a in that great game. Game I think you got the QB playing with reckless abandon is always a dicey spot. He is going to just throw the ball <laughs> everywhere and anywhere. And I'm waiting for the Ravens to have some sort of bad luck. Everything just goes right for them. It's, Every uh, I don't think they have an injury on that squad and just. Whenever the ball bounces, it goes their way. It has been that way for Every forever. I refuse to believe they're that good. Yeah. Absolutely, it's, and that they're exciting to watch, definitely. But come on, someone's got to, someone's got to, something's got to happen to them. It can't go like this all the time. They look so much better than the rest of the teams right now. But there's a story floating out there that Bill Belichick, like a mad scientist, is looking at Ravens film like night after night and trying to figure out what to do about Belichick the Ravens. So it's over like something? basically yeah, like fun. like a huge challenge for him to. Figure out how to stop uh, Lamar and stop their offense. Sounds like a guy I really want to party with. Yeah, if you, if you want a good time or you just want some notos, watch that Belichick Saban thing. If if not the anger, just at the way these guys talk to each other, like two lords of football, they are just boring guys, but they do know their stuff. They're putting film together, like everything else. But I'm still saying uh, Belichick cheats. He does. 
I, well, well, it's I, proven that if you see the video, we discussed it last week that came out. It's like oh yeah. blatant. They're, just, they're not filming a documentary. They're no. filming the sidelines. The Bengals. Yeah. Filming the Bengals. Yeah, that we said a, last week, if we look at the video, what and, and we thought maybe they wouldn't release it, but someone got a copy yeah, of it. And it's, the camera is right on the sidelines. I mean, Lunatic. come on. That's exactly what they were doing in the past. And yeah. they say, right, and they, this could be all a ruse, this documentary. Someone came up with this idea, oh, we're going to have a documentary and we're going to film like the Yeah, it's scout. called Do yeah, Your yeah, Job. Exactly, His job right, is right. filming the sidelines. <laughs> That's exactly right. the room of yes, man. Yeah, 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 we'll, we'll call it a documentary. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll, never, they'll never know we're recording anything. It's very sketchy. Yeah, you got to give him credit. It is a genius idea. They're always one step ahead on the cheating. He is best at that. Absolutely. Have we discussed the Eagles? Dodge talked about There's a big game uh, coming up this week for your Eagles there, buddy. Yeah, we're going to talk about it in my picks. And I may surprise you uh, with what what I think is going to happen. Tough but, uh, finish. Oh I my gosh! Cannot figure out the uh, the Cowboys, but I guess a lot will be uh, will be decided this week. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. And there's always at least one crazy outcome where people you don't see it coming. You're like, how how did they lose to this team? So we're hoping to avoid that. Uh, Bulls kick off this Friday with a couple of uh, you know real nail bites. This is more like for the the degenerates out there, but it's great just to have you know your, your football's coming to an end. So anything on the screen, you got you got Buffalo, Charlotte, and uh, and and Utah State against Kent State. They, they always they start out with a couple of small ones, but then uh, then we'll get into it. There's 40 though, 40 of them. I love the bowl season. I love it, and yeah, it's almost like you start out with some appetizers to to wet the appetite a little bit. You got a uh, Washington playing Boise, which is an interesting game and you know I mean I, I I haven't looked at it that much yet we'll talk more about it next week because leading into next weekend there's some really big bowls and and including the final four games but I do love the bowl season I, I love that starting on Friday there's probably going to be uh, at least one bowl almost every day and it's a lot of action I try there's to get in a pool every year I've never even sniffed the top uh, slot because uh, <laughs> breaking down. Some no, of these I just hope they give money games. for the the last place. That's the only thing I'm ever close to. If they give you sympathy money, yeah, the end, the, to get the, it back. The bulls are it's tough to navigate. It's a lot of them out there, but it's just great to have a to have all this action going. It's it's a nice way to spend the holidays. And and you can look at some angles like teams that are motivated because they're excited to be in a bowl, and then other teams that are disappointed because they're not in the bowl they thought they would be in. A team like Alabama, who's used to being in the playoff and they're not. You can maybe fade them, although. I I think they're playing is it Michigan so that that worries me because they might get up just to you know beat down a big program like Michigan that'll be an interesting game but I do think there's motivation factors that you can look at and uh you know that that's a good angle and uh, hockey's been underway. We've been uh, dabbling in that. I mean, I know I have since my uh, the, the NFL season has not gone well for me. So, I mean, it's been uh, hockey's, uh, you know, this is uh, Andy's area of expertise. Yeah, I love hockey, man. I mean, you get to watch it every day. The sport's amazing. And it's. A, I feel like it's a lot easier to keep track of the way teams are playing, trends, because they're playing every day. It's a very streaky. So, uh, it's, uh, so you can get these teams get hot and you can kind of ride them for a little while. And there's plenty every, I mean, there's plenty every of games. Day. Every day. Every and, day. And the so. season goes so long, so there's a lot of gambling involved. That's why I love it so much. I mean, I guess we're going to have to brag about your little uh, victory here. Uh, he, he hit an 11-team parlay in hockey. Yeah, little Just victory? think about that. It was Andy uh, hit great. an 11-team parlay in hockey. That's like you, us going 12-0, and 0 basically, yeah. which is, I mean, that's amazing. Well, we that's went 1-11, nice but it was the wrong way. <laughs> so if you fade us, you might how be did close you to feel, that. Like, how did the games lay out? So was there... Were they all at the same time? Or were they all over the place? No. Yeah. The earliest game, actually it was a Saturday. The earliest game was a 1 o'clock game. 
Um, and you believe you were bartending that night? I was bartending <laughs> that night. But the funny thing is, the first three games were early games. So it was a two one o'clock games and a four o'clock game. I didn't include those, but I won those as well. So yeah. if I included them, it wow. would have been. It was his day. Crazy. It was wow. a perfect day for hockey. It was great. And another funny part was, I actually thought I had, I think I had, I thought I had Vegas. And then they started losing. And I looked at my ticket, and, it, and the payout was going up. And I was like, why is it going up when my team's losing? It turns out I had the opposing team, so I got even luckier. Yeah, everything. Oh and two games were wild. Two game, I, I, I remember because oh, I was texting you that day. And, and then the, did the final the game fi- end in a— Final sh- game went to a shootout. A yeah. shootout. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> we won't say the figures. Was it, like was it, were you watching here, it at the bar, just ignoring everybody? Like, well, everyone? Just I mean, I guess fortunately for me, it was a slow night. So people were actually wondering what the hell I was jumping around the bar for. <laughs> you don't want to let you don't like, cuss. Into that payout, by no, the way, because you no. want to get tipped. You don't want to be like, tipping right. this guy. He just killed it. And he's yeah. been ignoring me, screaming at a, at a shootout. But that is, that's a great, of course, it comes down to a shootout. That is an awesome uh, victory. But it's interesting to, I mean, it was great. It's, it was... it's probably, as far as, my, I mean, just talking about it generally, it's, I think it's got to be the least bet wagered on sports so i feel like uh, you know that's something you can do research you know and i for me i'll dabble in it every once in a while um but i feel like there have been some trends that you can jump on over the over the years like i know they're not a lot of those outdoor games but for a few years you could bet the unders in those outdoor games and i did really well with that and i know you were on those uh the vegas for a while yeah a couple years ago like that was a good angle i mean like any angle it kind of runs its course because once information gets out then you lose the value in it but you know, I imagine, Andy, you look at some angles. There's some. Yeah, there, there's a few things. I mean, usually I, I tend to see things in the beginning of the season change uh, probably like a third of the way through. And then at the end of the season, the lines, they just jump all over the place. And it's like usually if you see anything over minus 200, then you want to go the other way. Yeah, for the just, most part. I mean, because especially during the regular season, because anybody can, you know, it's just, right. it's, uh, and you can get some big numbers. I think Tampa was minus 400 last night. Yeah, and they so, just barely won. Yeah, it could have easily gone the other way. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's dangerous, though, because there's so much of it. <laughs> you know, so some self-control. Uh, you can get yeah, the, but then all the losses you can get back the following day. You, you know? can always you can bounce right back because there's no end to it in sight until June. Exactly. That's right, people. Until you miss your rent payment. Then it's okay. <laughs> start afresh. Start fresh again. Well, that's I why do. I got married, so she can cover my own. Um, ah, good, good, that's good. Smart. That's a great angle. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I do like the fact. Foot, the thing about football, the NFL, is it's it's just like seventeen shot. You got seventeen shots, and that's it. And you know, you, because of that, you can really have a rough year if you have a few bad weekends. Whereas NHL, NBA, it's day after day. The same thing with baseball. And, and I feel like with that, over the long run, you you probably could have a better shot of making money because maybe the breaks will even out. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get into it, we're gonna we're gonna pick our football games. We're gonna, but Andy's gonna give out a couple of uh, third. They, they don't put the lines. You know, it's very. Uh, you'd have to be on a daily show basically to pick these games. But uh, this, uh, you know, we'll be releasing this Thursday. So that night, there's a couple of hockey games, a couple of bonus plays we're gonna throw out there before we jump into the uh, the NFL. Okay, so uh, the first game I got for you guys on Thursday at nine is gonna be the Calgary Flames versus Montreal Canadiens. Calgary's coming off of two losses. They were hot prior to those two losses. I think it was they a seven- switched uh, coaches, right? And then they heated up a little bit, or am I getting no, confused? No, no, that's, Cal- oh Calgary. Calgary yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they were on a seven-game losing streak. Then they lost two, but they were two good teams. Um, and again, they're facing Montreal. Montreal's really kind of inconsistent. Carey Price isn't playing too well. 
Uh, if he's in net, I feel more positive for a, a W for Calgary. And regardless of who's in net for Calgary, whether it's uh, uh, Riddich or uh, I think Talbot's the other one, I would take uh, Calgary on this one. And then the next game I got is uh, the Minnesota Wild versus Arizona Coyotes. Both teams, phenomenal goaltenders. Um, Dubnik, I believe, is expected to play for Minnesota. Um, I think if he plays, it's going to be over under six and a half. So I would take the over if it's over under six and a half. If the line comes out as five and a half, I would go under. Uh, Darcy Kemper is just phenomenal goalie. I would root for six. I would root for the six and a half in the year. betting a hockey under is a is a painful thing to watch. <laughs> We've discussed this before. It's not. Oh, I've bet hockey unders. You're better off not watching it because if you watch the game, you just want him to stay between the blue lines. <laughs> right, that's and it's just like true. no, 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 no. I don't want that. It's but not you good. can get a solid two two game, and then it goes to the end, and then you're covered on the. No, other, I so. think it's a smart bet, but it's just not fun to watch it. Keep so. track on your phone. Yeah, so uh, Arizona, Minnesota, if the line sits at five and a half, um, I would go under. If it goes up to six and a half, that means I feel like there's going to be a lot of scoring. And when Arizona scores three goals, they tend to win, I think, 90% of their games. So I would go with the over six and a half. And Calgary in the other, both the later games. Right, both later games. So you got a little time to listen to the podcast and uh, get on it. Nice. And away we go. Let's uh, jump into the football. I'm going to start with a, uh, a bowl game that's on uh, Saturday night. Um, Washington is playing Boise. Um, there's a couple of good angles here. The, the coach on Washington was made made a name for himself coaching Boise before he uh, you know he left and went went to Washington, and he's sort of had a disappointing. Uh, uh, career there, I guess you'd call it. He's been there a few years. He's supposed to, you know, he's 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 leaving early. I think his contract was running longer, but he's this is his last game coaching Washington. They went seven and five this year. Very disappointing. There were talks of winning the Pac-12, making the playoff. They were supposed to be, you know, much better. And in the meantime, Boise went twelve and one. And won the Mountain West, and they, uh, they, you know, they're, they're, they, they were hoping to get in a bit much bigger bowl game, but they got a little, uh, you know, they got a little screwed there. So uh, it's odd though, because because Washington's favored by three and a half, even though they're seven and five, and I think, and that's I, I, what makes me love them. I think that the team's going to play hard. It's his last game. Um, you know, coaching them, and I think he's going to coach them up, and he's going to go out with a win here. I kind of like, you know, the angle. You know, I'm sure people are looking at it and are like, Boy, I'm Boise three and a half, you know, but I, I, I'm saying Washington here. It's going to uh, going to easily cover that three and a half. I like this angle with the coach on his last game, and 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 it's not like he's getting fired. He just decided to step down, and I could see them playing. And the the new coach is going to be one of the coordinators, so it's kind of it's not an outside coach coming in, and and I think the team's going to play for their coach. They're going to get up big for this game. Take Washington. All right. Um, my first game, I'm uh, going to the uh, Pittsburgh Jets game, and I'm going to take the Steelers. Smart. I'm taking the Steelers minus three and a half. Uh, so you have a situation here where the Steelers had a big game last week. They lost, but then they come back the next week. They still have everything in their hands as far as the playoffs go, and they're playing a team that a they patsy. should beat. Right. So that's, you know, they played Buffalo last week, and Buffalo is good now. I really believe in Buffalo now. We'll talk more about that later, but I think Pittsburgh, it's almost like you get a second life. It's like, all right, we lost a tough game, but you come right back against a, a much weaker team, and they're going to be really motivated. 
And for the Jets, you know, it's not like a div- it's not a team in their division where you can play spoiler. So it's not as much of an incentive to play the spoiler role. So I I like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's D is going to have Darnold and Fitz. I, I, I hate right. to say this as a Jets fan, but I, and I would say a bonus play would maybe take the over on uh, over on interceptions or turnovers. I mean, this is going to get ugly. But uh, I think I, I agree here. I, I hate it as a, you know, Richard is a Jets fan as well. But this is a this could be a beat down. I love it, but what the hell do I know? That's the only time I'm going to say it. (laughs) Well, people, if you've been uh, listening to me all year, I'm telling you this is the end of the dynasty. The Patriots are finally going away. They're so desperate. They're taping Cincinnati. The previous games, they lost to the Texans. They lost to the Chiefs. It's done. Edelman has a knee problem. And they're going up against the Bills, who we were just saying, there's only been three teams that have scored over 20 against the Bills. And in the first game, remember, Josh Allen got knocked out of the game. And it was much closer than the six points. Than, uh, that they ended up winning. And the spread here, I don't know why it's so big at six and a half, but I probably just because it's in New England. But I'm telling you, the Bills could win outright, and they're definitely going to keep it within six. Revenge. They yeah, The Bills had them last time, and it was like bad. I mean, it was almost, I, I don't want to use the term cheap shot, but they knocked Josh Allen out of the game, yeah. and that was it. It was, you It's know. a cheap shot. It's they the knocked Patriots. Allen out, Come and on. there was, I think, a punt blocked for a touchdown return. They were up 13 nothing within a yeah. few minutes in, in midway through the first quarter, and then the Bills battled back the whole game, and they were right there. The Bills have been waiting wait, to be this competitive this late in the year against the Patriots forever. Yeah, and a uh, I, I could see sprinkle a little on the money line. Uh, for my first pick, I'm going to take the Steelers Jets under at 37.5. Um, the Pittsburgh offense is not great by any means. Um, how they're where they are in the playoff picture is beyond me. Coaching. Uh, yeah, the coaching is great, uh, but the, the QB situation. Oh, you got brutal. Hodges. He's. He's got more interceptions than he has touchdowns. He basically threw the same pick twice late in the game. He threw in a double oh, coverage so, two times. So ugly. So, so brutal. Ugly. Like, how much like, do they just... not like Rudolph if they're keeping that guy in oh, for yeah, another Ru- chance? Yeah, they, uh, they're done with him. And then uh, the Jets' offense isn't great either. I think this is going to be a big defensive game, so I'm going to take the 37-and-a-half uh, under. I'm going to go with an over for my second uh, play here. Tampa Bay, this, I'm jumping on a streak, and maybe I'm going to bring it to a screeching halt. They're 11-3 and three this year on the over. I, I think they're 9-1 and one in their last 10. Uh, they're playing Houston, and I just, like like we, we touched on earlier, Jameis Winston is just like, he, he's, ch- he's just chucking the ball, which can lead to big plays, clock stoppages, and he likes to throw a bunch of picks. So I can see this game easily going over 49 and a half, and hopefully the uh, the trend continues. This game is on uh, on Saturday. We got three games on Saturday, which is great. Triple header NFL. So uh, I would, uh, I, I, you know, I'm jump, maybe I'm the last guy to the party, but, but take the over Tampa Houston. For my second game, I'm going to take the Redskins. Oof. They're, uh, I know, second week in a row. That was a good pick. It was, was a my, great that was pick, a, right? They should have, they could have won that game. They could, they should have covered anyway. They're given two points. They're at home against the Giants. This is one of the two. It's like the final four of for Tankathon. You have the Washington playing the Giants and the Bengals playing uh, Miami. But I look at it this way: the Giants had kind of a nice win for Eli last week, and you wouldn't think you have a letdown after beating a team like Miami, but. I see it as they want that second pick because they want – what's the guy's name on Ohio State? Chase Young. They'd like to get him. Whereas Washington – I know Washington is in line for pick, but Washington's still trying to win. They were trying to – if you saw that game against the Eagles, they were trying to beat the Eagles. So it doesn't seem like they care as much about getting a high pick. 
And I just see this as far as motivation. I think Washington has more motivation in this game, whereas the Giants wouldn't mind losing and keeping the, the, you know, the second overall pick. So I say take Washington, uh, give the two points. Well, the reason I went 3-0 and and guys like you go 1-2 and and 0-3 and week by week is you bet with your heart a lot. And I'm going to tell you, I like the Dallas Cowboys. I know this is a shocker being a huge Eagles like fan. I the Eagles. I lo- well, the Eagles, I, I'm just telling you, the Eagles have so many problems. They Wentz looks good, but then you think about the two last two games he played. They're like, he came back. Game-winning drives, but they're against the Giants and the Redskins, two of the worst teams in the league. And they had to come back. Yeah, the receivers are like practice squad guys or janitors at Lincoln Field. They they can't cover anybody, and Cooper burns their secondary. Anyone that gets down the field really burns them. And I'm hoping I am wrong, and I'm purposely trying to fade myself because I want the Eagles to win and just stick it to Dallas. It would be a tri- triumphant. A classic but double reverse. I know this is very complicated. It but sounds listen, like he really likes them, fishy. but he, I'm just he saying. Likes them so that they lose, so it really doesn't. If want you're them watching to win, the Eagles, yeah, exactly. I want this pick to be wrong, but I'm aff- I'm confident. I just they're better. They're a better team. Did they all around. any logic courses at the University of Delaware? Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think I took one. No, but the Cowboys is a, is the. I'm just hoping that. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but it's a better team. So we'll see. I hope the Cowboys uh, do their choke job. For my second pick, I'm going to take Atlanta at home minus seven against Jacksonville. Love it. I feel like if you look at Atlanta on paper, they have the weapons to score points. They're just, they could be a good team. They were really disappointing the entire year, what they were supposed to be doing. And on the other side of the coin, Jacksonville is just horrendous. Terrible. They were getting killed last week horrendous. in Oakland. And I don't even know. I, I, yeah, I, I basically stopped paying attention. I hate to say that, but I, I and I don't even understand what happened. Minch, I guess they came back, but they, Jacksonville's terrible. Right. With the exception of last week where they, where they beat the Raiders, um, they lost. I think five in a row or six in a row where they, where they were beaten by at least 17 points or more. <clears throat> so I do like Atlanta minus seven at home. Um, Monday night, I'm taking. Uh, I, I've been burned by this before, but I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with Green Bay. They're going into Minnesota. They're getting five and a half. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I believe about a month ago, I went on one of these plays and got killed. But Aaron Rodgers in a big spot, national game, and I got uh, Bill Lesko. Oh, big, right. big Viking for my information. This is a little inside got... information. We'll be at- in attendance, and uh, he's. They usually play terribly for Willie. He's gone. When, when he goes, this has been some clunkers over the years. Including that beat down by Buffalo a couple of years ago that ruined everybody's knockout pools. So uh, I hate to do this to our our old buddy or our pal here, but uh, you know Minnesota, and you know it's he's gotten better, but uh, but but Minnesota in prime time has not been playing so uh, so hot. And you know Green Bay, they've been a little erratic, but five and a half. I mean, if it was under three, I could see Minnesota winning this game, but Green Bay should keep it close. Give me the points. But, but Cousins, right? He he's been eight and two since the big apology right yeah Cousins has since that whole thing went yeah. down but he, he it, it, I don't think this really is like but it's like one of those weird facts that he doesn't play so hot in prime time so who he's due for a little uh little choke job all right for my final pick I'm taking uh, the Kansas City Chiefs they're given six points they're at Chicago in the Sunday night game and this is a weird game for Chicago I mean I'm sure when they scheduled this game they probably thought these teams would both be going to the playoffs and they kept it as a Sunday night game, I think, because they, they weren't able to flex the game they want to flex. So you have Chicago at home on a Sunday night in a meaningless game for them. 
And, you know, they had that game last week, which they could have won that game. They had the crazy play at the end. And I think that's going to just take the air out of their tires that they, they have nothing to play for. Whereas Kansas City, they're in the playoffs, but they're playing for position. And they still have a shot at getting the Chicago's two seed. Chicago's completely and deflated they're here. They're completely deflated, whereas Kansas City has something to play for. So I And, and Kansas City's on a roll now. And you see Andy Reid, when he gets his team on a roll, pre-playoffs. I got to say pre-playoffs, because once you get to the playoffs, you got to watch Andy Reid. But, you know, this time of year, usually his teams play well, and 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 they look good. And and they're kind of the team under the radar, I feel like, for the Super yeah, Bowl agreed. right now. I feel like they're right? a sleeper for they're the Super sleeper, Bowl. They're a sleeper. Three days before futures. Christmas, the Bears right. are going to just be playing to not get injured. I love this That's play. That's right. It's yeah. just... Uh, all right, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you the third winner. Um, I like my second favorite team would have to be the Seattle Seahawks. I lived out in Washington State for four years and followed them closely while keeping loyal to the Eagles and the South Jersey roots. But Russell Wilson, I think, is an MVP. Uh, everyone's saying Lamar, but you know what? Wilson would be second. But what I'm going to say is I'm not liking them to blow out Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona plus nine and a half. You're if you look confused. at their wins. You have to pay attention to figure out who If you look at your out. wins. I'm reading notes right here. Please stop talking. They <laughs> oh, beat the Vikings by seven. They beat Philly by eight. The 49ers by three. And their defense isn't what it used to be. Um, the last three weeks, they've given up 30, 28, and 24 points. And one thing the Cardinals can do is score points. And I think they're going to get a backdoor cover here. So take Arizona Cardinals plus nine and a Dodge half. Dodge with copious notes. Usually, you know, I don't think that works. Well, did out you see them. the game last week against Carolina? They should have covered that game every which way, and they ended up winning only by six. They always have, seem to have some kind of a letdown, and uh, those interdivision. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a lot of points. Yes, it's a lot of points. And at Kingsbury, he's an offensive genius, right, Richard? Come on, he's uh, he's Listen, the guy. Listen, as long as they lose the game, because my under five wins for the season is still very much alive. Yeah. yeah. So I just need them to lose. I don't, you know. So let yeah, go ahead. Let's see out win by three or seven. Yeah, I'm three fine or seven. with that. Uh, for my final pick, I am taking the Saints-Titans over at 50 and a half points. Uh, the Titans are still fighting for that that either wild card or for the divisional spot. Um, I think they're going to come out guns a-blazing. And the Saints, as we all know, fire offense. So good. They can always put up tons of points. Uh, although I think the game's going to be a little closer than just, you know, a blowout from the Saints. Hopefully. Uh, a shootout, yeah. maybe. I could actually right. see it going 27-24. Titans line up to kick a field goal to tie it up, and they miss it. No, uh, come, come on, buddy. On. The Titans gonna, could still sneak <laughs> in here. I, uh, I do like that. Sh- this game should be a shootout. The this only reason I say that fireworks. is they just uh, signed a new kicker because uh, they put uh, uh, Ryan Sook up on the IR, so... We don't even know how this. That's how dicey, good this, dicey this kicker. kicker. The kicking's been a disaster for Tennessee this it year. Is. They, really they've, been, yeah. they've missed more uh, field goals than any other right. team. That's right. All right, the money line underdog parlay. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Green Bay as one of my picks. I'm, I'm I'm shooting for the moon here. I got nothing to lose. I got two weeks to, to get this thing in to uh, to make us some money. So give me Green Bay over Minnesota, uh, a Buffalo to beat the Patriots. I love that one. And uh, and you know I, I I'm gonna disagree with Andy here. We're gonna throw Tennessee in there. I think he will make that field goal. I and mean, uh, I hope they do. I just the, I see him doing that. Tightens up. Can pull this again. game off. They're they're fighting still they're fighting to get in and uh it, it, it's gonna hey this one's this one is juicy so i uh, you know i got got going for broke here try to uh try to get all our money back plus a little bit it pays a nice 25 to 1 get involved
Clegg is out of studio today, but Clegg's corner marches on. He's he 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 had a he's been slipping a little bit. He was 0 3 again last week, but he's not uh, he's not backing down. Soccer keeps going on, and he's uh, he's gonna he's gonna keep fighting. We're still plus three units on the season, so even though it's in he's been down a couple of weeks, it's uh it's still been it's still been profitable for us. And we're gonna have a a stand. My brother's been kind enough to uh, stand in for him and uh, and 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 read his uh, notes here. So let's hear, let's hear what Will's got this week. All right. I, I did this once before. I don't think it worked out that well, but let's see. But Will's been struck. That was when Will was doing well, and maybe I change it. Maybe I'll change it again. I like it. Here we go. All right. First game, we're going to take Borussia Dortmund to win. Uh, I guess there are a couple. Borussia must be a, a hot uh, bed of uh, soccer because isn't there a, a, a lock? Isn't lock on blah blah? <laughs> I totally what? messed up. But anyway, there's a couple of Borussia can I totally messed that Ivy up. League. <laughs> Ivy League, know, everybody. Exactly. Listen, we didn't learn about German soccer there. All right, we're going to take them to win. They're playing away against Hoff, Hofferheim, Hoffenheim. That's Friday at 2.30. They're really butchering I know. They're minus 143. All right, Dortmund is flying high in the Bundesliga. Who doesn't like saying that? They're undefeated in the last six league games, and we're getting good value since they're away from home. They're away from home. They're given. It's minus 143. Take Dortmund. This is a convincing performance. All right, yeah, I like go. this one. Right? Okay, game two. Newcastle versus Crystal Palace. All right, this is an angle. We lo- we love this angle at Picks from the Yard. We're taking the draw. They're two middling teams. We're sticking with this Premier League draw theory. Plus 215. Who doesn't like that? I mean, roll with this. I'm telling you. Saturday, 10 a.m., wake up early. You get going before the bowl game. You're really sparking this. I'm getting excited All right. about soccer. I, I am. Here. I'm getting very excited. Like All right, ga- game three. At Atlanta. I think I'm... Messing that up no, too. No, that's at, right. That's at, right. It's, it's, team it's is right called at, at Atlanta. At, not it sounds at, like we're talking not, about a football game at Atlanta, no. but it's at Atlanta, right? I'm saying that's that the right. name of the team. That's correct. All right, yeah. here we go. They're gonna win. <laughs> They're at home versus AC Milan, minus one twenty-four. They just qualified for the knockout round in the Champions League, which is big time. They're full of confidence. They're going to roll into AC Milan at home. They're going to roll. Now, this is a very early Sunday morning game, Sunday at 6.30 in the morning. But you, you kind of wake up. You'll see you're already ahead. Take at, at Atlanta to win minus 124. You throw all three of those together, the parlay, plus 863, more than 8-1. to one. Take it. Get involved. Will Clegg knows what he's doing. I love these picks. I also love that. I, I, I hope love the, the delivery. The, it's <laughs> great. It's more exciting Is Will than the only uh, one taking a storytelling class. Wow, I think really Richard punched, really spinning a yarn over there. That up. It was pretty uh, sweet. <laughs> the I just think because phenomenal. I'm so unenthusiastic about my own picks, so I'm gonna I'll get behind Will's picks. When, when the parlay is alive, Meg's gonna be a little concerned about me as I'm getting up at six thirty in the morning to watch <laughs> soccer on Sunday. So love it. Love it. it. Let's uh, let's get involved. Turn around for Clegg's corner. Good. Uh, Great job, Richard. Quick recap so you guys can jot down the winners this week. I'm uh, I'm taking a bowl game to start. Washington minus three and a half over Boise. I got the over in the Tampa Houston game, 49 and a half, and Green Bay plus five and a half. Richards taking Pittsburgh minus three and a half, Washington minus two. He's picking against the Jets and the Giants, smart man, and Kansas City minus six. 
Dodgy, love this pick, buddy. Buffalo plus six and a half. Just take down New England, please. It's my only Christmas wish this year. Dallas minus three and Arizona plus nine and a half. Andy's rolling with the Jets-Steelers under 37.5. This game could be very boring, potentially, especially for a Jets fan. I will not be tuning in. Atlanta minus 7 and a a shootout in the Saints-Titans game over 50.5. The Moneyline underdog parlay is Green Bay, Buffalo, and Tennessee for a nice 25-1. to Clegg's corner, we got Dormund to beat Hoffenheim. Newcastle, Crystal Palace in a draw, and at Atlanta, I don't know if there's a pause, I don't know how to pronounce that, <laughs> home to, to beat AC Milan at 6.30 a.m. Sunday. The parlay will play a nice 9-1. to one. We plugged all 12 into the, uh, you know, it's Christmas. This is the week. Maybe some Christmas magic. It'll be a, make for a nice presence under the tree if we hit the 12-team parlay. This week pays 2,572 to 1. Uh, anything we want to plug this week, guys? Uh, I'm going to plug my uh, this this web series I do with some friends called NFL Fan Therapy on Instagram. Just one word, NFL Fan Therapy. Basically, it's two to three minute clips of fans of different teams lamenting the problems or bragging or getting out of control. It's always funny. Yeah, really I, play, yeah. I play the Eagle fan shocker. We brought in my buddy Patrick Schroeder to play another Eagle fan because the only thing better than one Eagle fan is two Eagle fans. But uh, they're great. All the guys are great guys and very funny guys. Great um, characters. Yeah, on the show. definitely. The show. Uh, Give us a give us a like and follow us. It's a lot of fun. And Dodge is very good at lamenting. Yeah, tell I got you. a lot of gripes, people. <laughs> a lot. Uh, I, I'll plug uh, GP's restaurant in uh, Guttenberg. I uh, recently went there with my wife. Place has a nice little cozy bar. The food there is phenomenal. Delicious. I think Delicious. you guys ate Great. Christmas Eve. You ate there we last did last year, right? Very Christmas authentic Eve. Italian. Love it there. Delicious. Been around forever. It's yeah. fantastic. And I feel like it's a little like best kept secret in like uh, Absolutely. In Guttenberg that oh, not sure. many people know about unless right. you live in the area. That's oh, great. I'm going to plug um, It's a Wonderful Life. We're going to go see it again. They, they show it at uh, the IFC Center over here on the big screen. If anybody gets a chance to go, it's really great to, uh, you know, it's on TV. Everybody watches it every year. It's on TV. But there's a lot of distractions when you're watching it at home, you know, to go to the theater and just experience it like, you know, with with straight through, nothing distracting you. It's really, it's an incredible movie. And uh, and we start, we went last year. We're going to try to make it a yearly tradition. It's, again, it's at the IFC Center this week. I think we're going Monday and uh and hopefully, uh, I'll talk to Will. We'll see if we can get up on the website. We did a spinoff of it years ago called It's yes. a Degenerate oh, right. Life. Oh, it's yeah. great. And we had a web series. Sounds lovely. It's That's a, great. A gambler <laughs> who loses everything. That was great. It's believable and just life follows the storyline perfect. Versus, uh, oh, no. It's it's like you're in Will's masterpiece. I mean, it's in black and white. It's awesome. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's a great job. But if you get a chance to go check out, I know everybody's really hectic around this time of year. And, uh, you know, Christmas doesn't need to be plugged. It's, you know, it's my second favorite holiday behind Thanksgiving. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a great time of year to get together. Everybody gets a friend. Yeah, again, it doesn't need to be plugged. So I just want to wish everybody a, a great, uh, a Merry Christmas. Hopefully we'll have a uh, have a nice winning week this year. And, and this way we can, uh, I'll be doing my shopping on Monday. So there'll be a lot riding on these games this week for my the people on my list. So, uh, you know, but have, have a great uh, holiday. Holiday, everybody. I just want to uh, quickly thank my guests, uh, Richard the Math Whisperer Salvatore. Thanks. And yeah, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. It is, it's a great holiday. 
uh, Jim Dodge returning. Another three and zero. You'll stuff the stockings out of your loved ones if you just follow my picks and everyone else's picks on here. I'm feeling a great week. Nice dodgy. And uh, coming back, Andy Koppel. Did I pronounce it correctly? Koppel. I'll get it right one of these years, buddy. That's all right. Once a year, I'm Hockey here. Hockey so guru. Can't remember forever. And uh, hopefully, you bring us you bring us some luck, buddy. We we're due for a bit. I mean, can we? Ha- we've had a couple of winning weeks, but how about one big week here? I like it. Everybody, uh, Merry Christmas and uh, get involved. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to get back to you. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at PFTYPod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Van Boris Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. Get involved.